Hey, what is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Searchcast, Season Two, Episode Fifty, presented by Prime Max Hockey and part of the Five in a Game Sports Network. I'm Zach Martin. I'm Bailey Curtis, and the third of us is not here today. Yeah, no. So um, it's a little weird. Yeah, if you're listening <laughs> to the podcast or you eventually see this on YouTube, Cat uh, is not with <laughs> us today. Her uh, her voice has been shot since game one back on Thursday night after the marathon of like a bajillion games in one game. So uh, <laughs> she's taking a break today. We're giving we're giving her the uh, the healthy scratch to get her uh, voice all good to go. So it's, we got to hold the line together, Zach. We have to. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's just the two of us for the first time in a while. So there we go. I guess. Yeah. So it's maybe, been a bit. It's it's been a while. Um, (laughs) so yeah so it's just the two of us uh we are going to talk about the series so far because it's been very interesting uh seeing some takes on twitter but we'll jump into all that stuff talk about games one and two gonna preview three and four and you know talk about some key you know numbers and stats and all that good stuff but before we get into all that um, we have to talk about our amazing sponsors at Prime Wax Hockey. If you're looking for any types of hockey equipment, talking from like stick protectors, inline blades, you know, and then well, yeah, inline blades, pucks, balls, um, the apparel and stuff like that too. They got hoodies, t-shirts, socks, all that good stuff. Um, they even do skate sharpenings too. So if you want to go check out their facility, it's actually at 1411 Dick's Drive. It is Sweet E up there in Raleigh. So they are open Mondays through Fridays between uh, 10 a.m. and 3 p.m. and on Saturday between 10 and 1. They are closed on Sundays. But, um, like I said, if you want to go check them out online, it's parmoxhockey.com. And at checkout, if you want to use the code SEARCHCAST, you get your Sebastian Ajo 20% off discount. So, I mean, they're a great group over there. Go check out their warehouse. They, they got a little small store next to it now. Go in there if you want to buy your stuff right away. Um, and if you want to get the stuff shipped to your house, they do free U.S. shipping um, in the continental United States. So make sure you go check them out as well. And they're also on Amazon. Couldn't hi- I highly recommend these guys. I mean, they got koozies. If you're on the YouTube version, they got the flags too. If you want to get a, a really cool Primal X flag, um, like I said, amazing group over there. They're in Raleigh, like 10 minutes from the arena. Make sure you go check them out you know, at their at their place or, like I said, on PrimeXHockey.com. Make sure you use that discount because it helps support us and it helps support them as well. Because shop local, shop local, support local, especially if you're in the Raleigh area. Big thank you to PrimeX, who's been our sponsor since before episode zero. So, I mean, they've, they've stuck with us for a lot of episodes, and especially since we're at 50 episodes. Yeah. In season two, it's which is crazy to think that we're already at fifty in one season, and that's with like what three or four weeks that we've taken off this year. Yeah. So a lot farther ahead. <laughs> but, I mean, I, wait, I'm pretty sure it's only been like two because there was the one moving episode. Uh, well, but even then, there was an episode that day we did Christmas. We did Christmas. Well, yeah, well we did Christmas. Well, Christmas we didn't do. Uh, Thanksgiving we didn't do, and then our transition from our old network to the new network. That's right. Yeah, so that was a that was a two week break. Three so weeks. Had, yeah, about three weeks. So there's yeah, so there's about three episodes we could we didn't get a chance to do. But I mean, honestly, 
You Talk guys are still with us, so I assume we didn't break your hearts too much with with those I, breaks. But <laughs> I mean, you know, especially when we hit four thousand downloads <gasps> as of today. Uh, in yeah. three weeks. And yeah, in three weeks we've gone from three thousand and three downloads to four thousand and four downloads. So so I'm wondering if we keep this pace up in two weeks, are we gonna hit five thousand and five? Run so, it I mean, up, guys. Run it up. Run it up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everyone, you guys have been absolutely insane. We appreciate you so much to, for the fact that we've yeah. done 1,155 downloads in our last 30 days is absolutely insane. That we've, and like I said, we've done a thousand, we got a thousand download jump mm-hmm. in three weeks. Like, we're we just want to a be bunch here with of jerks them. talking about a bunch of jerks, and we couldn't appreciate you, <laughs> bunch of jerks. <laughs> So many jerks. <laughs> but yeah, no, thank you to everyone who's listened to us just ramble on, rant, and everything else about this hockey team. And how about the fact that the Mike Mascato episode from last week, it's already like super close to being the most popular episode. And le- it's like it's day five, and it's already like six downloads from being like the best episode That's already. Crazy. It's, a- yeah, it's absolutely insane. I guess. Everyone must like that episode to be our second, our second 200 downloaded episode. And I hope I didn't time. offend him too much. <laughs> <laughs> he seemed pretty upset after that, but no. Um, way to, way to go, was, <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's all my fault. Sorry, Mike. Um, <laughs> no, in all actuality, no, that was a fun episode. And I am still baffled by the surprise. Um, That was, I was telling my dad after the episode and he's still, he's offended that you didn't invite him on to talk to Mike too. So you have catfish to deal with. Um. (laughs) Hey, you know what? From my mentions today, already talking about the last two games on Twitter, it seems like a lot of people want to, you know, voice their opinions about the hurricanes, but yeah, no. Uh, but yeah, that was still, that was an insane episode. I was talking to him about it. I was like, that seemed a lot more candid than the first time we had him on, which was really, really cool to kind of hear a little bit more inside Mike and be, actually being able to see him while we're talking to him. Too, I think that, which, I think that kind of helped too. Yeah. He, so. he jokes about not having a mug for uh, podcasting and TV, which is, Bull Sir. crap, but Sir. yeah, <laughs> um, I don't know, but yeah, yeah. anyway, a lot's yeah. happened since that episode. Uh, yeah, we have officially started, <laughs> we've gone through games one and two, felt pretty like much like, a three game marathon. Yeah, felt like five games. Uh, <laughs> did you did you catch any of the game on Thursday night by chance? Yeah, I uh, stayed up for the entirety of it, and it was only twelve thirty by the time it ended here in Colorado. That must so. have been that must have been nice when it was yeah. like, you know, almost two o'clock in the morning here when you know the game ended. The dedication like, from fans out there. Oh yeah, props the to you guys. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm just here. I'm just here in my house in South Carolina watching this game go on forever for six hours. I couldn't imagine everyone else actually at like Kat and all of them were actually at the arena until almost two in the morning. She said like, cause I talked to her the next day. She was like, yeah, traffic was great. No, oh, I'm she, sure. <laughs> it was just so easy to get home because, because luckily she was, she, she didn't have to go back to Virginia. She stayed in Raleigh, but it was just like, oh, her voice was shot. Her, her voice was shot. I'm like, yeah, it's, Holy. it was insane. But I mean, yeah, that game just, the sixth longest game in NHL history. It's like, oh my gosh, there's no way. That's <laughs> like, nuts. I just, I imagine 
if that so had gone on any longer, I'm sure that uh, I'm sure that arena still would have been packed because Hannah oh, Yates yeah. said something about it too, and she was like, "The fact that so many people were still there is crazy." But the fastest or the the longest game, I went and did my research because I actually didn't know it was back when Montreal had a different name. Yeah, the Maroons, where it was mm-hmm. 130 minutes of overtime, and that's not even actually that was not even like the, the regulation series either. It was 100... that was back before any of us existed. Yeah, <laughs> 1936, I believe is yeah. what it was. Yep. So yeah, for the fact that that was 130 minutes of overtime, and we had like 79, I want to say 79, 47. Yeah, sorry, it was 116 minutes of overtime, not. 130 that was my bad so yeah 116 minutes of overtime but the hurricanes were 79 minutes i mean just going through that game overall that was just it was the hurricanes were so close so many times like mm-hmm. like the score yeah they lost three to two but the hurricane it was just a very they... evenly matched affair we we I mean we all we we all knew this series was going to be tough. Like no yeah. one, no, like, there was no way this game was going to be. Oh, it's going to be a sweep. It's going to be domination across the board. Like we all knew this was going to be a close series. It's just mm-hmm. oh, Sebastian Aho hitting the post, Seth Jarvis hitting the post. Mm-hmm. Like he was two inches from him. He was two inches from winning the game, but the crossbar got in the way. <sighs> how about Sergey? That's the story of our postseason, though. How about Bobrovsky, though, just absolutely stoning Jack Jury mm-hmm. after that insane pass from just Again. Eric Cockney, I mean, from his knees, and it's just like, sure. Again, seems like a pattern. Um, Bobrovsky has been fantastic for Florida. He's, I mean, just thinking about it, too. I mean, that game on Thursday was a pretty relatively low-scoring affair anyway, yeah. but... I mean, looking at it, 60 shots on goal to the Hurricanes, 65. We've gotten to 50 in regulation before. Oh, yeah. So that's, that, to that's... me, that's a pretty low scoring affair for four regulation plus four OT. Oh, yeah. Like... And it, that just, I think that just goes to show how tired and gassed both teams are. Oh. Oh, you mean with the fact that Brent Burns basically almost skated for an entire hour of ice time, which is absolutely insane? Or mm-hmm. how, about, how about Freddie Anderson? Set the single-game franchise playoff saves record with 57 saves Jeez. in one game. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's and insane I, to and me. I, and, I, and I saw a stat from um, scouting the refs. Mm-hmm. The goalies alone had like a hundred and like a hundred and something minutes on the ice. Let's like, see. Bobrovsky oh, was at 139.47. Um, yeah. Anderson was at one, yeah, 139.47. So, yeah, or 43, technically. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the hurt, the hurt. Yeah. So, Freddie Anderson and the refs all skated for 139 minutes. Like imagine the guys are tired. Imagine the imagine the refs having to basically just <laughs> just just basically, just basically just bag skate for an entire game for 139 minutes for six six hours of hockey. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't imagine that. Like, Minus you know 20 minute intermission. Yeah, whatever, right. But uh, I, four I just, hours and some change. Yeah, I I'm just. 
I understand like they want to keep the 15 minutes in between to give guys a rest, but for me, it's like those guys have got to be tired. Like they're you're sitting there for 15 minutes, your muscles start to you know relax and all that. Mm-hmm. Then, you, then you go back again. Like at a certain point, if you get to like over time three, just start doing five minutes. Like, that's what I'm saying. They don't need to be 15 minute. Like I think that's what really hurt too is the fact that you had like an hour. Mm-hmm. Of just intermissions. Where the guys at that point they're just slugs trudging along, like let somebody score, please, and let it be the hurricanes. <laughs> and unfortunately yeah, that didn't no, happen. It wasn't, it was Mac and Chuck. And the thing is, I saw all game, all game people were like, Where's Matthew Chuck? He's not doing anything. And then it's like Of course he shows up at at the at the wrong 1947 of 4OT. 12 second 12.7 seconds left into in the fourth overtime. We almost went to overtime five. And we he's almost like, went to five OT. Yeah, like we almost went to five OTs. And <laughs> according to Bally Sports Canes, that was the longest game in Canes history. We've hit the Canes longest game mm-hmm. and the Panthers longest game. Yep. In Angel history on Thursday night. And thank you to Colin Ferns. Sixth longest game. In NHL history, and that you want to really put that into perspective, like we talked about how there was like 79 minutes of overtime length on Thursday night's game. We already talked about the Red Wings and the Maroons from the 30 from game one of the 36 final 116 minutes and 30 seconds. Bruins and Maple Leafs in game five of 1993, that was 104 minutes and 46 seconds of overtime. Flyers Penguins game four of the 2000 conference semifinal was 92 minutes and one second. This one everyone remembers Blue Jackets Lightning in the 2020 round one (laughs) in in game one, and that was 90 minutes and 27 seconds. Where where it was like people were making memes like I had plans tonight, I watched hockey. It's like yeah, now, you don't, now, you don't now, ever make plans after hockey. Yeah, well, I, I really because like that thing, the thing is that started in the afternoon. Try doing it at an eight o'clock start and it ends the next morning at two. <laughs> then say something. Uh then the other one was Ducks Stars in game one of the 2003 conference semifinal. That was 80 minutes and 48 seconds. So those are the five games that were ahead of Hurricanes Panthers from Thursday night. Either way, talk about preparing for a marathon. Jeez. <laughs> for the fact that there was a seventh seventh period stretch on the Kings Jumbotron, it's like like the the, the, the fact that like the Kings like the Kings people are trying to work the Jumbotron were trying to keep it interesting. And how about Wade Benter saying I'm so I'm so, so, so so sorry? That was so great. <laughs> That was so great. Oh like it was just that's hilarious. passing around the league too. Sir. I was a bit Grant and his family's on oh, or yesterday, and his yeah. brother looks at me and he goes, "I love your PA announcer." Oh, Wayne is so <laughs> great, and also to like uh, we have to we have to shout out Sam Prevot. She's the uh, social media person for uh, Bleacher Report Open Ice and NHL and TNT. Like the memes that she was doing, like. Uh, with the like the video of SpongeBob in the, in the episode where he goes overtime and he gets really upset about it, and then like they put up that one graphic of like something like 
due to something or another, like the graphics person had to get fired for a new graphics person because the fact that it just ran so long was absolutely insane. Did you see the <laughs> did you see the video well, of Stormy? Just... Did you see the video of Stormy? <laughs> in the yeah, tunnel, just in the soaking back. in the tunnel. <laughs> it's, it's like it's I'm like Stormy is all of us. Like that's oh so my brutal. god. He's <laughs> just standing there and you can it like his face may not change, but you could see the look in his face. <laughs> yeah. Someone someone actually did the uh Five Nights at Freddy's map graphic behind mm-hmm. him. <laughs> it's one of the like as one of the animatrons. I'm like it's not wrong. No. It's not wrong. It is <laughs> I just it talk about Matt Kachuk, who not only did it for game one, but did it for game two, which was uh, I mean, I guess the only times he shows up in the entire game outside of one to fight Brent Burns was so the only it's him. The only reason I bring that up, too, is like after that four OT goal. Um, he goes and runs into the tunnel. He's like, let's go home, back to the hotel. Let's go, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and he does pretty much the same thing after that game two goal or game two yeah. winner two, which was like, dude, stay out of the ice. Celebrate with your team. You don't have to. Like, I know it's overtime, but we're not. You, you just won it. It's 102. Yeah. yeah. A minute, 51 seconds in. Like, no. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm glad it wasn't that long as the other night, but it had to be Mac and Chuck. Out. Outside of them showing him chewing on his mouth guard, which it's so annoying to me. It's like, dude, it's a mouth guard, not chewing gum. And like that's all he does. <laughs> like, like, how is your jaw not hurting from chewing on that thing for six hours? Like, dude, it's I don't know. Uh, Let's yeah, just talk about too while we're still talking about stats from game one. Brandon Montour skating just shy of nine miles. Eight point eight five. To that's, be exact. That's bonkers. Like, I I, I couldn't imagine. Wow. Did, did you see the mod? Did you see the mod per hour stats last night? Brandon Montour, no. one of his shots hit a hundred miles an hour, and Brent, <gasps> Brent Burns was ninety seven. Uh. <laughs> we had we had two, we had two shots last night go over ninety, and one of them hit a hundred. Oh my god! Ima- imagine just taking a vulcanized rubber. To like any body part, regardless if you got pads in that whatever area to hit you, at a hundred. Like, I you know that had you know that's gonna if they hit you. I have so much respect no for goalies. I could never be a goalie in the NHL. <laughs> well, I think the funny part was Seth Jarvis last night took a puck. I think he took a puck to the leg. I don't think it was the hundred mile per hour shot one though, but like just. Any guy who gets who puts his body in front of a puck, and if they hit you in the, in the wrong spot where there's no protection, oh, you know that's gonna sting. It's just yeah. like there you go. Couldn't be me. Could be. This is why I watch hockey and I don't play. <laughs> right. Well, speaking of Seth, so speaking of Seth Jarvis, this is from uh, during Game One from Nathan Grave, who um, is with Sportsnet. Mm-hmm. Um, he's actually one of the guys down in Texas. Seth Jarvis is now at 10 points in 12 playoff games. Like I said, this is from Thursday. Mm-hmm. 18 points in 26 games in the NHL, in his NHL career. He's legit. Uh, yeah, I would say so. And this is from Statcentra. At 21 years old at 106 days at, as, of age as of that day, Kane's sophomore Seth Jarvis that night has become the youngest player to record at least a goal and assist in a conference final game since Tabo Teravainen did it with the Chicago Blackhawks in game five of their 2015 West final against Anaheim. 
Tampa was 20 years old in 256 days. Wow, Tavo. Yeah. He almost had a beautiful opportunity in last night's game, too. <sighs> he, oh, my gosh. He did. It's just talk about game, talk about game one this was from um this is from you know Bally sports put this out I mean once hazard has not seen it this was after the 402 game one just marathon uh rat said it's the worst way to lose there's no way around it we'll regroup and come back at it again the next one and just it's just one game which yeah it, I mean it is what it is it's like it's a seven game series it's just I would say that game one was you 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 wanted it, you wanted it for Friday like that was like a Con Smythe esque game out of him like just oh absolutely played out, played he played out, out of his mind I mean everybody wants to talk about Bob and hit the incredible performance he put up against us which we all kind of expected uh, coming out of a series with both the Bruins and you know. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, yeah my, 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 my dad said this because I was talking to him before the series even started. He's like, if Bobrovsky plays like he did at Columbus where he was a Canes killer, this series is going to be infuriating. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Sergey Bobrovsky decided to play like the, like the Canes killer that he was when he was in Columbus. And look what he's doing to us now. And I'm like, yep. I cannot believe we're back to this. Again. Like, <laughs> oh, I, shoot. I, here we go again. <laughs> I, said, I said this on Twitter last night. I'm going to say it again now. And I understand – it's the playoffs. Goalies can get hot at the right time. I mean, it's the it's the test of all of his time. It is what it is. I'm not surprised. It's just infuriating with the fact that he, like Bobrovsky leaves Columbus. Like he's the hot. Like he's like the goalie. Florida signs him to ten mil for ten years. Couldn't figure it out for the first I don't know what however many years it's been since he left. He hasn't figured it out. Like they've had a plethora of goalies go through that system to work with him. Like not even that long ago, like back in like February, like they, like March, Alex Lyon comes in, carries them into the playoffs, wins like seven straight games. They get in like the last week of the season, the last like two games, sneak their way in, and then round one. All right, we're gonna go to Bobrovsky. This is what we, this is what we need him for. I'm like you, he hasn't done nothing in like months. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, this is when he decides to stand on his head. Yeah, like like I said last year, it was Shesterkin last year after he decided to wake up against Pittsburgh in round one. Then Bobrovsky decided just to wake up from his five year slumber of actually just doing mediocre hockey and being an absolute sieve. <laughs> to now, like, oh yeah, I remember how to play hockey. Now you're like, uh, of course you do. So, oh yeah, I mean, I understand it's it's the playoffs stuff like this happens. It's just still infuriating to me for the fact that the goalie who's done nothing in like over five years has decided, oh, I, remember, I remember what hockey's like, and I'm just going to be the guy who killed Carolina when I was in Columbus, and you're like, cool. Well, honestly, I wouldn't Appreciate expect it. anything from the team that took out both Boston and Toronto. No. Like and, and, and yeah, like that's said, a hard feat, but. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I under, like. We said, like, don't overestimate Florida. It is what it is. We knew it was going to be a tough series. It's just the way that it's been going for the fact that goal-wise, Florida's only scored five and Carolina's only scored three. So it's not like we're having barn burners. They're not high-scoring affairs. This is nothing like the New Jersey series, which I thought was going to be the exact same way going into it. Yeah, exactly. Like, this series, like, this is, it's a goalie duel. And for the Mm -hmm. fact that Antti Ranta comes into, like, Freddie Anderson, Played phenomenal in game one. You know, 
only given up three goals. Yeah. His goals against average is still under is under 1.8. And then you get Anton Ronta last night. Hasn't played a game since game five of round one against the Islanders. Hasn't played in three weeks. Comes in only gives up two goals. Yep. I mean, there's really nothing, there's nothing much you can say about about the goalies. The goalies are, pl- are playing great. It's just on the other end. And Tripp said this all last night for game two. The Canes have to stop shooting at his legs. Like they got to elevate the puck and mm-hmm. they got to get the sharp angle shots. Because they have to take advantage of. I was telling this to Grant last night. They have to take advantage of that ref, or his reflex moving. His up. his his, his rebound looks, control is terrible. His rebound control. His rebounds are terrible, but also he makes the bottom of the net look so, or the availability in the bottom towards the bottom of the net look minuscule. If we can get that puck up, yeah. Um, and <laughs> I'm going to use a pun that his brother used last night. Like they should have no problem getting that puck up. They should have no, no problem getting it up at all. No. No. Um, but it's something we, I mean, we've never had trouble making uh, goalies look like Vesna candidates. This is something we say all the time. It's just finding a way to kind of get around that hurdle. Cause it's a, it's a big hurdle. It's a huge hurdle. Everybody on the team knows it. All, yeah. fan, all the fans should know it, but we also know what this team is capable of mm-hmm. and the stage that's waiting for us. And it's just something it, like we, we have to be able to get over that. We have to be able to elevate those pucks, get those goals, get them timely yeah. and be a brick wall ourselves. Yeah. I mean, the, the, our goalies, like I said, they've only given up five goals in two games like that's phenomenal goaltending and mm-hmm. it's just unfortunate like i said trip said it all last night on the on the radio side of things which i'm so glad for 99.9 the fan to listen to mike and trip because from mm-hmm. what i've seen because i don't listen to the net i don't even listen to the national guys on on the in, in the intermission breaks it's just been absolutely brutal in terms of how much they love florida and don't want to talk about the canes i'm glad i don't listen to the to the like the national game call because mm-hmm. it's like like Trip said last night, it's like the offensive blue line give up the you know the pucks that they gave up all the time for the Hurricanes last night. Yep, it's it's a, it's a momentum killer when you're constantly turning it over in the offensive blue line and not elevating the puck. Like Bobrovsky makes the bottom look so hard. Like you said, it's so middle school, so tough to crack. You guys start getting the puck up, and the fact that like the Hurricanes have had so many chances. It's just Bobrovsky's made how many great saves now? At least like what over. 30 at this point mm-hmm. like i forget i forget it was one of the hockey stat social you know the pages that we follow like all of us follow on twitter where yeah. it's like expected goals and everything else like Bobrovsky's one he's made more saves on shots that should have gone in than any other goalie like freddie i think freddie's like third on that list yeah and, and Bobrovsky's first because he saved i think it said something like i think it was like 10 or 11 goals like the Hurricanes should be way farther ahead in gold in the goal numbers than they are right now. It's just Bobrovsky, like the save against Jack Drury when Cockney Yemi made the insane pass from his knees, or how many saves did he have last night where it's like, oh, they're gonna have a chance, and he just he gets there and just absolutely stones him like it's nothing. Yep. Or game one, Seth Jarvis hits a crossbar, Aho hits a post, or even last night, Marty. It's like guys are hitting the, the post. The shots are there. They're there. It's just it's either the iron stops us or Bobrovsky's playing on an otherworldly like Vesna. I'm gonna. Either do- way, we're hitting a rock. 
exactly. It's, it's a rock and a hard place. You can't. You, it's just something you just can't, can't figure out. And, here, and I want to say this because I've seen this a lot today on Twitter, especially from one of the tweets I put out. Like, like, hey, we've been here before. They were down 2-0 against Montreal. They did come back. You know, do you still believe? And a lot of people, and I, and I've, a lot of people are pretty still optimistic. A lot of people are, are you know, kind of sad. As they should be. Games. A lot of people have said they're also sad from the first two games, which it makes sense. And there's a lot of other takes that I've seen, which are like, okay, it is what it is. Even from game one, there's people throwing in the towel. Like it's game one of a seven game series. It's the first, of, it's the first of four. Not the first, to, not the first to two. This is hockey. Anything can happen, man. And and for me, it's the I, I keep seeing this team can't score. This offense stinks. Blah 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 blah. The Hurricanes average five goals a game in round two against the Devils. There is off. Jordan Martin literally went on a Con Smythe run with ten points in a single <laughs> series. Put well, himself a- into that conversation. Scoring er, scoring and offense are not our issue. We are a very defensive team. Unfortunately, yeah. this is also a very defensive team. Yes, we may have offensive scoring, but it if you have a good def- er, defensive team, anything can shut. It, it like and you what, can shut anything down. Yeah. Well, why why do you think there's only like eight goals in two games and it's five to three and not like eleven to two? Mm-hmm. Like we saw last series in the first two games, yep. like goals are going to be hard to come by. We all knew this. Both teams are really solid defensively. You know, offense is what it is. It's just I don't want to hear that the Hurricanes don't have depth scoring. The Hurricanes can't score goals. The offense is dried up. We don't have the superstars. We don't have this. We don't have this. There, we saw we, we saw that in, we saw that in round two. We saw that we saw the depth scoring. Like even the mm-hmm. first two games of this series, who scored for us? Mm-hmm. Jack Jury has scored. Ch- Sheffield has scored. Like we, like Jury Martin, almost had a goal last night. I know. Like I'm saying, like he, you cannot tell me on that on that replay that it was. Oh, you couldn't to, even see the puck. That's what I'm saying. The first one made sense because you were you could see the puck where it was offsides. So this the one where they took the key. He had no. Back. He you didn't have control and possession of it. No. Yeah, the first one made sense. The second one made no sense. There should there's no way that should have been overturned. But my thing is like the Kings can score. It's just unfortunately Bobrovsky decided to start playing goalie now when he remembered how to do it. And it's, <laughs> it's not like the Kings aren't getting their chances. It's not like they're making really bad plays. It's just Florida's putting their shots on like spade is spade, and you gotta give credit where credit's due. That Barkov goal was just absolutely disgustingly good. The mm-hmm. fake between the legs. You you yep. gotta give him props for that. For the fact that he waited out Ronta like he did, mm-hmm. you gotta give it to him. Like you got oh, you yeah. gotta re- you gotta respect the goal. It was absolutely insane. It is what it is. But how about but Chaffield's goal is amazing, even like in game one. Like we had some amazing goals there too. It's just I don't want to hear that the series is over. Carolina well, Carolina, the, the Hurricanes on the road are terrible. They can't win on the road. Timeout. They won two games in round one, and they took care of business against New Jersey as well. I don't want to hear that this team can't win on the road. Mm-mm. Florida's record at home is two and three. Florida is struggling at home. They're not. Now, uh, they're not unbeatable. 
They also have that losing record against them. We've got something decent against us, too. I was just reading a tweet. I believe it was from Alex Ahari reading. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we are zero for 10 in the Eastern Conference final right now. We have not won in the Eastern Conference final game since game seven against Buffalo in the 2006 Eastern Conference final. And it's been over 6,000 days since we've done it. So that's it's been, it's been, it's been a bit since we won a game in in the Eastern conference final. Yep. So we, that's another big hump that we have to get over. Now, do I, do I believe that this is the team to do it? Absolutely. But it's also fighting with something we're very familiar with against other teams where this kind of thing can get in your head. This kind of thing can deter you from performing to the level that both you and your fans know that you're capable of performing at. It's just a matter of being able to actually jump over it. Yeah. Um, guys just need to learn how to do it on the road. That's yeah. that's going to be the huge thing. Yeah, it's just it's it's one of those things where you got it's just an adversity that you have to get over, and we we've seen adversity all season with this Kings team. Like no one thought Carolina was going to get through the Islanders in round one. Mm-hmm. A lot of people thought Carolina wasn't going to get through the Devils because the Devils are young. They got the speed. They're going to take care of business. Yep. Beat them in five. So it's not like I, I don't want to hear people like, "Oh, well, Carolina's not going to do it against Florida." You thought we, some people thought we were going to do it in round one. They're like, "Oh, Carolina won the division, but they're going to get knocked out." Like, the there's never to- any faith in us ever. Oh, I'm, I'm not even talking. I'm not even talking like national. I'm talking. I've, I've, I've no, seen I know. It. And like I said, I'm not, and we're not here to bash other fans, fans in the fan base. We're not going to do it. It's just the takes, the takes are kind of out there. It's unnecessary. It's just the negativity. It's like, it's, it's playoff hockey stuff happens. You know, we've seen this team come back before it's to say that it's over. Oh, they're not going to do on the road. It's Florida. They're too good. You know, Carolina doesn't have it in them to win on the road. They can't win on the road. They don't have to score. They don't have this, this, and this. It's like, no, we have won on the road this year multiple times. We've done it multiple times on the road. So, yeah, it's possible. We have scoring. Saw it against the Islanders. Saw it it against the Devils. Yep. And like I said, it's not like we're getting blown out in these games either. Every game has been close. Mm -hmm. Every game has been one goal. Like, Game one, Carolina could have won it on multiple goals. Same thing last night. If that goal wasn't reversed, we don't have overtime. Carolina, Kings could easily be up two, two in the series, and this is a completely different conversation. Absolutely, yeah. Like, it's not like we're getting blown out. Mm-mm. It's just one-goal games that unfortunately just didn't go our way. I mean, it's not like it's over. It's not that this team is trash. It's just Bobrovsky has been playing some good hockey. Matthew Kachuk has come up for them at the right time. Barkov has to make an absolute highlight real goal to beat Ronta. Like I said, mm-hmm. Ronta only gave up two goals last night. Yep. It's not like he was an absolute sieve and gave him like six. He didn't no. get shelled. Like, and that's the thing. Like, outside of game three against New Jersey, where it was eight to four, or game three, where it was five one against the Islanders, our goalies haven't really gotten shelled to where it's like, I don't know, man. I don't know how the, how the goalies are going to do. Coley's have been fine. Mm-hmm. Defense has been playing well. 
Like we've got guys who don't really normally get penalties get random penalties. Like, mm-hmm. well, I don't know, Martin Nietzsche after 44 career playoff games finally got his first playoff penalty. And it was on that slash. That, that's no surprise because the the officiating uh, it, this postseason, we've talked about it before. Yeah, but but how about talk about guys who are doing their jobs? How about Jordan Stahl? 20, he tied the franchise record for most faceoff wins in a playoff game with 28. And that was from game one. Wow. The guy, the guy he tied, Rod Brendamore, game one against the Oilers. And that was in the Stanley Cup final. 128, he only lost five. Five in that game. In I'm seeing a lot of connections here, Zach. I don't know about you. I said, Way I said, too I, many to be coincidental. I, I said that this tweet like I put out this morning, down 2 nothing against Montreal, came back and won the series. We've seen a lot of 2006, and someone's like, you do know 2006 was almost two decades ago. I mean, thank you, Point Dexter. I didn't realize that you know that between 2006 and 2020. I'm bad at math, but I'm not that bad. Yeah, I I understand (laughs) we're getting close to almost two decades, but I even said we're seeing a lot of connections from the 2006 team. So thank you, Captain Obvious, that we're almost two decades from that season. I you know I didn't realize that. I'm sorry for the, I'm thank you for the reminder because I didn't realize yeah. as a her as a Hurricanes fan who was there when it happened. But you know it is what it is. Must have slipped my mind. That's a heck of a difference, Zach. What are we even doing? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> what do I know? So this is from six hours ago from Valley Sports Canes talking. They asked about Rod about the overtime lost. You're you're focused on the next game. You've got to try to go win it. You're not looking at being down 2-0. Go win the game and see where it goes from there. And this yep. was after the consecutive OT losses. Rod Burnham's team looks to lock back in the Eastern Conference final as they shift to Florida. I mean, Rod is right. I mean, it's like you got to – it's one game at a time. And I said this last night, on, and I said that this morning. Just win the next one. Mm-hmm. Win the next one. You're back in the series now. It's gonna now. Now you're kind of like okay. We're usually up 2-0 after the first two games. Now we're down 2-0. Go in game three. Anything can happen. Yep. And like like I said, Florida Florida is not unbeatable at home. They've they've lost more at home than they've won on the, than they than they. It's like they're they're a road team. They yep. they're like I said, they've won two games at home all playoffs. Mm-hmm. So they're so they're not unstoppable. Oh no. It's no. just it, like it's it, like we keep saying it's this is a very this is a team that's very similar to us. So it's a, a, a matter little, of yeah, figuring them out. Too, yeah. Oh, absolutely oh. more physical. There's no little bit about it. Absolutely. It's, I'm so I'm so sick of looking at Rack of Gudas. <laughs> I like how I like how Mike calls him. I like, please. I like I like how Mike Nascalco calls him. I think it's like Gudas or. He doesn't, he doesn't say Rack of Gudas. He says it like Gudas or so, the way he pronounces it. It's hilarious and I love it. I'm like, oh, Mike, thank you for just thank you for that. But oh like, my gosh. Brandon, like, Brandon Montour is a problem. Like, I respect mm-hmm. Brandon. Like, Brandon Montour. Oh, he, so he, much he, respect for him. Oh my uh, gosh. Sick of, I'm sick of looking at Rack of Gudas. Sick. <laughs> sick of Matthew Kachuk. I mean, it's oh just... my gosh, Matthew Kachuk needs to learn to spread out his uh, success. If he can have that early in the game as opposed to late, so we don't have to worry about his ass anymore, I'd be yeah. perfectly fine with that. 
Yeah, that that would be nice. Um, and this is from and this actually came out from the Canes about three hours ago uh, from Rod. This is not new to us. We've been kicked in the teeth here a lot these last few years, and we've always responded. I mean, yeah, yeah. We the and I think I forget. I think it was Trip or it was someone else that said it. Oh, I think it was Rod. It's like these last few years have gotten this team to where they are now. Mm-hmm. Like, absolutely. You, ma- you make the playoffs for the first time in 2019. Every round after that was even better. Mm-hmm. 2020, you deal with COVID, but you go in the bubble as a wild card team. You just you you do what you can there. You, you know, you go and face Nashville. Mm-hmm. That was a series. Had yep. a battle through them. Last year, you had to go through, had to go through Boston to exercise those demons because they were, you know, they were, uh, you know, our Achilles heel for. A and couple then deal years. with the Rangers who love playing mind games. Yeah, and then you go into this year, you take care of you. You, know, you face some adversity against the Islanders who were a physical team who were more worried about trying to beat you than they were about winning the game. Mm-hmm. Beat them. You go play the Devils. You took care of business against there. So it's like every year since Brad took over, it's always been a learning experience to get them prepared to this. And like for the fact of how far this team has come with all the injuries they had, all the like Tavo's back, but you can tell Tavo is still trying to like. He needs the game. I haven't said this. He needs the game reps. He hasn't played in mm-hmm. almost a month. Like he, it's going to take some time for him to get back into it. But he, I thought he's been looking fine. Yeah, he looks rusty, but he's getting better. It's just, mm-hmm. it's one of those things where it, it, it's just, it's a billing process. It's like, it's the first of four. We're going to find something that works. Um, because yeah. that, that's exactly what we saw last game when Tavo yeah. goes in. Um, McEachern sat for the first game, played the second one while the bald father sat out. Um, we're gonna find something, yeah. And I thought Mac played great last night. Oh, like, he played fantastic, honestly. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if he's on the main roster next season, and I would be more than happy to have Mac as a regular next year. I mean, even we've, if we've, he's always, not... we've, we've seen enough out of him where he needs to be in Raleigh, he needs to be with his team next season. And even if he's not, he's going to do great things chilling out where he's at. But I could see with the the amount of right, (laughs) yeah, wherever that might be. Poor Andrew. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, But no, wherever he might end up, he's going to do great things. But I think with the amount of holes that we have to fill um, and the lack of money that we may or may not have um, is going to play a huge part in what his spot in Raleigh looks like next year. All of the things we're talking about guys that need to come back to Raleigh next year. Ghost needs Ghost. to be one of them. Yep, absolutely. Ghost, Ghost has to be one of them, bar none. I don't want to hear any arguments against it. Ghost has to be in <laughs> Carolina. I will, <laughs> Ghost is coming back, no questions at this time. <laughs> no, I, I have said what I have said. Uh, Thank Ghost, you for coming to my TED Talk. Uh, yes, exactly, yes. Uh, <laughs> I like I made a joke. I was like, "Oh, there's a ghost in the sin bin." Someone called the paranormal team, and then I think Tabby on Twitter. It's like, "Oh, they should have played the Ghostbusters theme song." I'm like, "Yep, that was missed you missed an opportunity here. That's fantastic." <laughs> I could like, <laughs> like I know we're not supposed to make songs for our guys going to the box, but I mean, the Ghostbusters theme song for if Ghost ever goes to the sin bin would be absolutely fantastic. Don't cross the streams, and he's just going into the box. 
but no, that's been. But honestly, overall, I mean, the series isn't over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Kings are doing too well, but it's been one goal games. They're not playing bad hockey. It's just unfortunate. Bobrovsky is just playing out of his mind right now, and the Kings just have to adjust. And I think they will. Like, yep. there's we we know there's no quit in this team. There is none. So it's just. You just got to do what you got to do, prepare and take every one game at a time. And, you know, it's the first of four. We're only yep. two games in. We still we still got, got, you know, five more games to go. So anything can happen. Just, you know, I don't know. I feel, I mean, do I feel sad? Sure. I mean, that's oh, understandable. Absolutely. That, especially that first game is a little bit of a oh. heartbreaker because you play that much hockey and yeah. still come out of it with a loss. Yeah. I, I mean, mean that, that's hard. Yeah, I wouldn't say game two. I I was I wasn't even mad at the team. I was mad at the fact it was Matthew Kachuk for the second game in a row doing it. Like he was yep. not a, not relevant all game, and then all of a sudden, hey, I'm going to score a game winning goal, and you're like, seriously, you've done nothing, <laughs> nothing all game. And now now is when won. you decide to show up. Now, yeah. Thanks. So I wasn't even really mad at the. Team. I'm not. I'm not. I'm never really mad at the Canes. I can't Mm-mm. be mad at this team. Mm-mm. Like disappointed it's not even disappointed in the team it's disappointed that that the guys didn't get the win because they worked their tails off yep so for for me my feelings are more of i feel bad for the guys because they're just they're trying it's just unfortunately oh yeah it's just puck luck isn't there you know hit a lot of post shot stuff happens it's just one of those things where that's hockey that's playoffs man it is what it is john porcelain said it best yeah it's for, for me it's just one of those things where it's you can't be mad you can't be disappointed at the team it's just you got to just you know hope for the best for the next one take it one game at a time and just go from there i mean like how are you like wait what are your thoughts how are you feeling you know after the first two games and how you feel for the for going into the game three i mean you you kind of summed it up for me i mean yeah it hurts it stings um, but I also know that this team is capable of a lot more than what we're seeing. Yeah. Um, we see that in the uh, pucks hitting the iron or um, their attitudes post game. Like as long as their heads are still in it, I'm, I have zero complaints. I, I know what yeah. we are capable of doing come tomorrow and Wednesday. Um it's yeah. it, it, like I keep saying, it's just a matter of being able to stick with their game, not let Florida get into our heads, um, not fall into their physical style of play. Yeah. Um, it, as long as they continue to play their game and play it well, I my confidence stays high, and I think that's key. Yeah, I mean, um, I feel I, I mean, I feel optimistic that they're going to go and take care of business in Game Three, and they're going to mm-hmm. win it, and we're back in a series, and then. Move on to Wednesday for game four, and then move on to game five on Friday. So, I mean, it's just, yep. It's just, I'm optimistic, you know, always going to be going to try to keep the positive vibes going. So, it's just, it's, you know, yeah, no, that's going to be huge. Yeah. So, so, I think, I think the boys are going to be fine. Just take it one game at a time, just go on the next one. Absolutely. Just that and one rest, rest is going to be key too, especially <laughs> with the two games that we've seen. Yeah. Regulation has not been hit yet. So we, we haven't no. neither. They haven't been able to finish a game in regulation, which I think says a lot. 
about the canes yeah um yeah goes to show that they're not dancing <laughs> with any old rinky dink team yeah uh, 11 11 periods of hockey <laughs> In two game nights, that in that's two games, yeah. that says a lot. So that that's the big thing for me too is that the Panthers haven't been able to do anything on time. Um, no, so they're they not really they're are. not playing any old rinky dink team. We're not a team that's to be taken lightly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, neither yeah. are they. Yeah, exactly. If you if you want to talk about how games are going right now, it's in the third period of the Stars Gold Knights game as we were recording. Oh, I forgot that was going on. <laughs> Uh, Dallas is winning two to one in the third period. The Golden Knights have only had eleven shots, and there was <laughs> fourteen minutes left in the third period. Oh my god! Yeah, Dallas That's is twenty. Crazy. Dallas Dallas is twenty one shots on two goals. Golden Knights have one goal on twelve shots. So, yeah, yeah. So That's like insane. I said, I feel optimistic about Monday. Uh, for those who are listening, you will hear this tonight. On, yep. on Sunday because we want to get this out and get it out of the way because I know a lot of people are you know the all over t- you know, Twitter and stuff like that you know there's just people talking about the last couple games so we, we wanted to try to get it the next day so we're not going to wait until Monday to drop this we're dropping this tonight you will hear this on Sunday if you're um, listening to us Sunday night hello hope you've had a good weekend if you're listening to this Monday morning have a nice cup of coffee because it's going to be a long ride <laughs> yeah so we will have an episode we'll we will record Thursday night after game four to see you know because we want to try to keep like at least our goal is to go two games at a time so that way mm-hmm. we're not doing one every night about one game we're going to try to keep it like two games so you missed have- her I want to record after game one <laughs> uh, don't get, and we, we all said Friday it wasn't just me, so don't put that no, on. No, it wasn't, all, it wasn't just you. Yeah, we all said Friday, and then Cat came with a great idea to wait. So that was that was a good job. Tired cat. cat, not just cat. Yeah, was, cat. so the goal is to try to do every two games. So that way we have some we have a lot to talk about, and then we can kind of preview the next two games. So that's kind of like the scheduling plan. So Thursday we will have it, we will record, drop it Friday morning before game five. And then we'll go from there um, after game five and after so game five and six, we will probably record Monday night. So right now we're looking at Thursday, Monday for the next two episodes. So at yep. least that's on our end. That's what we're looking at. So hopefully Monday night, knock on wood, we, we, we get some better news. We're on the game. way. We're on the way to evening the series. That's the outlook I'm going. You know what? I'm hoping, you know what? I'm hoping Monday night, I'm a hoping series is done. Kane's taking them four. The Kane's take next four games, and wow. Monday, Mon, Monday, Monday night where we're talking, we're talking about Stanley Cup final. All right, but it's I know it's hot. It's a highly optimistic. That is take. a spicy take. It's I know it's a spicy take after we've seen the last two games, but I, you know what? I'm calling it right now. I got I got to get the positive vibes out there, and if people want to tweet at me about bad. it. If people want to tweet at me about it, fine, go ahead. I mean, we'll tell you where you can find our socials. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I think Monday night we're talking about next Monday. Yes, Obviously. next Monday. Yes, next Monday. <laughs> next Monday night we will be talking about how the Hurricanes took care of business in the next four. So that's what I'm hoping for. I guess we'll see. But I need, I, but before we kind of get into that too, I need to know. So for Monday score mm-hmm. prediction. Monday score prediction, um, 4-2 Hurricanes with an empty netter. 
Whoa. Very specific. Yep. Um, I go three, two, don't, don't one OT it. winner. Don't one OT what? winner. Why would you? Why would you? Why would you for the Hurricanes? Why would you? Why would it's gonna happen? There's no being taboo around it. It's gonna happen. Why would you say that? (laughs) No, 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 no. no. So listen, listen. I'm gonna redeem myself here. Three OT winner, or no, not three. Three two one OT winner. Sorry, 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 sorry. Taking that back. Sorry. It's only going to one OT. It's only going to one OT. My bad. I got PTSD flashbacks. Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. We're good. (laughs) Oh my god, I'm getting you a. I'm sending you paper bags. (laughs) No, but it's gonna be one OT. Three two winner. Jacob Slavin gets the winner. Ooh. Okay. So, so, there's my, so, there's my so, spicy so, prediction. So basically, you're saying the uh, Saint Slavin is gonna take care of business for yes. us. The two C Jacob Slavin. <laughs> I mean, you know, we always say it. Second C stands for what, Zach? It, clutch. I mean, oh, you know yeah. what? You know what though? I'm really surprised there's no like Saints of Slavin fan group out there. It's like because I mean, why not? He's Saint Jacob Slavin. That's what he is. <laughs> he is. Somebody create a fan club Twitter account, please. <laughs> I will gladly be the president, co-president. Or uh, I was going to say, somebody might fight you for that president spot. You watch it there, mister. <laughs> I, I'll gladly be the I'll gladly be the vice president of the Saints of Slave and Fan Club. If Kat wants to be the president, I'm all for it. <laughs> we all, I'm surprised that hasn't happened it. yet. I'm surprised yeah. that hasn't happened yet. There's, there's fan clubs for all sorts of people out there, and Slavin's yeah. not one of them. I'm a little offended. I, I am too, but uh, to keep this relatively, sh- we don't want to go on. This forever. is a shorter episode. I'm kind of proud of us. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, it's only the two of us. If Cat was here, we're talking like an hour and a half, you know, somewhere around there. But, I don't know. With her raspy voice, it still might be nearing closer, maybe to an hour fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I gotta say my voice as much as possible. Come on, guys. That, that 15 minute window, but yeah, so it's a little bit shorter than usual. But like I said, it's Sunday night. We didn't want to, you know, talk forever and all that because I mean, there's only so much you can talk about before you start repeating yourself. But right before we do go, though, um, if you want to catch our network, this is where usually Kat does her thing, but uh, mm-hmm. since she's not here, I'll do it for her. Uh, if you want to catch our network, Five Game Sports Network, you can catch us on Twitter at Five and a Game SN. Uh, the number five is spelled out. Uh, if you want to check us out over there on YouTube, we are the number five GSN. Super quick and easy over there on the YouTube side. Make sure to you know hit subscribe, hit the bell to get notifications. You know, like the videos, leave us comments, all that good stuff. Uh, a couple live shows. Um, one of our other shows, Mile High Pundit, has done more shows on there. Um, so make sure you check out all that stuff out. Excuse They've me. been killing it over on the live show side. That's been yep. awesome. That they have, especially with the Nuggets uh, being in the Western Conference final. Which, gotta give congrats to one of our sister pods. Um, congrats on the Nuggets for making it as far as you guys have. I'm excited to see them go further. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, if you want to check out our TikTok side, where that's mainly Cat's domain, it is five. It's spelled out, Game S N. Over, over there on the, that side of things. 
Um, if you want to catch Kat on her Twitter account, it is Kaniac Chick. And I think on Instagram and TikTok, it's KVT Hunter 74. Thank you. I, I knew I knew it was K. I knew it was K something. You took my job. Stuff. I was going to shout that out before I started with my stuff. No, cool. it's all good. But yeah. So yeah. So make sure to check out Kat on all of her socials. Um, Kat, hope you feel better. You know, we'll see for you know the next show. We, we kind of wanted to give her a break today because I know, like I've been there with my drink some team. water. You'll be fine. <laughs> uh, tea and honey are always the best combination yes. for me. Oh, that's absolutely. always that's always worked the best. Now, if you want to now, if you want to make it even better, hot toddies are the way to go. Just saying, you'll thank me later. Have a hot toddy, you're good to go. Your voice will be feeling immaculate, and you get some uh, buzz on it. Get a little, get a little buzzy. Hey, vibe, so. Yo, it's a, it's an alcoholic, but it's it's an adult beverage. So we'll put it we'll put it that way. So, but <laughs> Bailey, where can people find you and the search cast on all the socials? You can find me on Twitter at Bailey Curtis with two Y's. Um, very exciting things with the hurricanes making it as far as it is. I'd love to kind of chat with you about anything hurricanes related if I actually tweet. <laughs> Because Lord yeah, knows it's been it's been a little bare far in between. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a little bare over there. Three my tweets in two games. What? <laughs> yeah, no, I need to. Well, people yell at me for being on my phone, so there's that. I'm well, Gen I mean, Z. I, I get a lot more crap for it, but anyway. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, you can find me over on Twitter at Bailey, Bailey Curtis. If you're looking for a little more personal insight into my life, that's not as Kane centric, but still has some stuff on there. You can find me over on Instagram at Bailey Lynn Curtis. Um, I run things over on the YouTube side. So hi, hello, if you're watching this. Um, be sure to hit that red subscribe button down below. Like the video, leave us some comments. And even if you're over on Twitter as well, um, what are your thoughts? Games one and two. What are you looking forward to game or with games three and four? What does this series turn out to be? Leave your predictions down below. Um, if you're over on YouTube again, hit that big red subscribe button, leave that comment and be sure to, uh, hit that little bell icon. So you never missed a video, um, on Twitter and Instagram and on the Twitter and Instagram side of things, be sure to follow us over there at the surge cast on both platforms. Um, so you never miss episode drops there either. Zach's really good about that. So uh, be sure to, I have to get my props. You're welcome. <laughs> but be sure to fo uh, follow uh, over there. And Zach, I, I will throw it on over to you. Yes. Uh, also, um, Instagram. Oh, Twitter I forgot. Yes. My bad. Yeah. Instagram and Twitter <laughs> side of things. We do have a link tree. That's where you can check out where to listen to podcasts, check out the network, and also check out our amazing sponsor as well. And also, Miss Curtis, you keep forgetting FPH Eagles on Twitter because that's where she writes and covers the Colorado Eagles. I do. Of the AHL affiliate of the Colorado. I've been a little cane centric lately. I apologize. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, the Eagles are no longer in the playoffs. Uh, the guys who beat them out are actually making a really good run. So if you're interested in watching some Seattle affiliate hockey, Coachella Valley is doing amazing. They're Potterowski. Man. I called that. Blown it. Yes, you did call I that. I'm I'm still amazed it, it, that you pulled that off. That's that was fantastic. Great goal by him. Over the even for the fact that the that the AHL, the AHL acknowledged it. Yep. Well, well, well. I'm like, it aged perfectly. It aged beautifully. It's <laughs> it like a fine wine, my friend. The fact yeah. that even like Deanna Weinheimer said, like you called it, and then and then Andrew Rinaldi with with Philip J. Fry from Futurama just frothing at the mouth. 
for a second time using that. <laughs> and he's yep. getting on me for t- getting my rabies shot. Come on, Andrew. Because <laughs> well, I made the joke of like, no, I'm like, because I'm like somewhere Andrew Rinaldi's frothing at the mouth for a pot's <laughs> game-winning goal, and he used it, and then used it again oh when he God. did. I'm like, I can't believe I called a Podorowski like game winner. Fantastic. So I mean, I'm not but, upset about it. It's great. Not at all. But anyway, no. yeah, Coachella Valley is doing great. Um, but if you're interested in some off-season content, which I will be getting to hopefully here soon once I get my yeah. school schedule figured out and my work situation figured out, um, I'll have some great off-season content for you guys. And uh, we've got a great season looking ahead for the yeah, Eagles. Yeah, because I, yeah, I know for the AHL side of things, I think they're still waiting on Milwaukee, Texas. And I think the East is – who is the – I don't know who's in the East right now. That's that's the Thanks HL side. How much pay attention I'm paying? Jeez. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so if you want to check me out on Twitter, like I said earlier, when I said the Kings are going to win the next four games, you can come and at me at one true Zach. That's only true Zach. It's actually spelled out like the number. It's not the actual number itself. So if you want to say, Zach, you're four in a row. Makes no sense. What are you doing? Stop being optimistic. How dare you? You know what? He takes okay. after our co-host. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm, we well, have I am, to. Uh, I mean, I am, I am considered one of the most positive people on the on the podcast, which might annoy some people, but get, someone's got someone's got to stay optimistic. I guess. Cat <laughs> would argue that it's her. So no, it 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 is. Well, I, <laughs> she's also the most ranty too, but that's that goes without saying. But you know, you could also beat her out for that. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so check, me out once, check me out at one true Zach on Twitter and let me know what your thoughts are about me saying the Canes are going to win the next four games. Um, other personal side of things, if you want to go to the Instagram and look at the like, you know, I post stuff on there, but I do a lot of like the real sharing on stories of like D and D hockey whatever it is it's zach r martin 22 make sure to check that out over there um if you want a more hobby side of things and then uh if anyone's seen the news on twitter uh i am back with field pass hockey um i'm really excited to be back with them i miss being over there um but i'm not covering the charlotte checkers like where i was before in the ahl i'm actually covering the greenville swamp rabbits for the Heck uh, East Coast name. League side of things. That's amazing. Great, great name, great logo. <laughs> they are the affiliates of the LA Kings, actually. So it's not Charlotte going crazy. to Florida. Yeah. So I'm not covering a team that's sending guys to Florida, but I am covering a team who's sending guys to the LA Kings and to the Ontario reign of the AHL. So it's a little bit different. Uh, I just thought it'd be kind of cool to you know get a little bit more eyeballs in South on the South Carolina side of hockey because I don't think a lot of people know that we have hockey down here because we got Greenville and we also got the South Carolina Stingrays. Unfortunately, they are affiliated with the Washington Capitals, but you can't really fault them too much. It is what it is. But yeah, so I am back over there. Uh, it's FPH Swamp Rabbits on Twitter if you want to go follow me over there as I cover them. And make sure, please, to go to fieldpasshockey.com. If it's just the read me and Bailey stuff or anyone else over there, like Deanna Weinheimer, Andrew Rinaldi, uh, Carrie Roberts, she does the Adirondack for the ECHL as well. We got every league covered almost over there. I think SPHL, ECHL, the American, um, great stuff over there. So make sure you check out fieldpasshockey.com. Amazing group over there. We're really excited to for both of us to be officially back. You've been there for a while. I'm back, but mm-hmm. yeah, there for a good yeah. time. But until 
Thursday when we record our next episode, which will be episode 51 of the Surge Cast. I'm Zach. I'm Bailey. And we'll see you next time here. With Kat. Hopefully. We'll see. <laughs> At the Surge Cast. Bye.